Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Franny Benali. This is Klaus Lundekwam. I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That. with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, in that Number Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of In That Number, episode 120. Kevin, have we got a name yet? Um, we have a title. This yes. episode has to have a title. So what is I don't it? Know what it? I don't know what it is. We'll decide that later. Uh, this week, we will mostly be talking about Liverpool. <laughs> this week, I have been mostly eating <laughs> bourbon biscuits. <laughs> this um, week, we've been mostly considering... Against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet there's people out there that are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Any, anyone yeah. under 30. Yeah. Um, yes, anyway, uh, Saturday night's loss at Anfield, and we shall bring in Tim to prepare us for a big week ahead. Crystal Palace on Tuesday night and Saturday against Fulham, both at home. Uh, six points would be nice. Thanks. Um, before Tim, my half-witted co-host, Kevin, the Moscow Mish Milverton. Kevin? Half-witted. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. It's victory um, day. It's victory day today um, in in Russia. But, uh, yeah, we're unfortunate that we uh, don't have a victory dinner to celebrate on the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, have you got to know your neighbours yet? Um, well, they probably moved in, moved in. Yeah, I think they're going to be doing some work on the flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. did, did you offer did you offer to help them move in and like find their jackhammer drill or something <laughs> yes oh, they are. they're going to be drilling for sure so a week so that's all right okay yeah uh my week's been good by the way thanks for asking oh yeah yeah how's it how's it been lovely amazing all gearing up for this game on saturday and yeah and now we've got to talk about it but yeah coming out of lockdown in a week or so yeah yeah the cinemas are opening up soon and and everything and the season's 
coming to an end. Euro's starting soon, so yeah, it's all uh, it's all go. Super. Right, um, ITN news, Kevin. Yeah, why not? This is ITN in that number news. Okay, ITN news. I will start off by saying that Pompey are losing to Accrington with five yes. minutes to go. So okay. Uh, <laughs> Good start. They bottled it again. Not, not yet, not yet. Um, anyway, yes, Vestergaard uh, played yesterday, so this is old news now, but his red card last week against Leicester was overturned, putting more evidence into the fact that VAR isn't working properly. What more needs to be said about that? Uh, Kevin, Angus Gunn's got injured again. Kevin? Yeah, he had ligament damage, didn't he, in his ankle, I'm sure, towards the end of last season or beginning of this season. But yeah, he's... um. It, it season's over now. He's had a, a foot injury. He's supposed to be joining Stoke on loan for next season too, isn't he? But this has thrown a spanner in the works because I think there's a break clause in his contract. So that's kind of like up in the air now, whether he comes back or not. So we could have three keepers again. Mm, yeah, all, all rotating. <laughs> oh, uh, Ryan Bertrand contract. There's some serious problems with this now. And it's kind of well, it's worrying if you're wanting him to stay, I suppose. But from my understanding, he won't sign the new deal. Mm that he's been offered. Um, whether it's his agent, you know, manipulating the, 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 the situation or not, I don't know. Bertrand was keen, and now he's not. I don't know. Maybe the club aren't giving him what he originally agreed to. Maybe they're just throwing everything they've got into a new Ings contract. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But it does look like that we're going to be eyeing a replacement for him. I think I mean, we should be eyeing a replacement anyway. He's coming to the end of his career. He's been a little bit off the boil towards the end of the season. And... Yeah, we, 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 we de- we're definitely so short in those fullback positions. Um, yeah, on, on the one hand, if he does go, not the end of the world, but um, if he stays, it'd just be good because, I mean, at least we know we've got one left back that can play. Um, Wesley Hoot, Kev, has been removed from the Lazio score. That's it for him there. It's it for him here. I just, I'm not sure where he goes now. But as long as it isn't anywhere near my football club, I don't mind. God, I mean, it never ends, does it? These names that keep coming up that we just can't get rid of. Can't even give them away. Oh, hopefully him and Nelmo can be moved on in the summer somehow. Premier League, Hall of Fame. Uh, Letizia, last chance to vote, I think, is this weekend, isn't it, I believe? I have voted. I voted for my six. Um, I voted Letizia six times. <laughs> like, why can't I do this again? No, I, I have yeah. voted for my six. So yeah, make sure you make sure you do. Everybody get in and vote for for Latiers because he's. I think he's got a real good chance. Yeah, fair play. Before we do our player and goal of the month, Kev, do you have anything? I do. Uh, there's a, yeah, a couple of things. Um, first of all, I mean there was a fans forum during the week, wasn't there? That's right. Yeah, it was Tuesday. No, when Thursday night. Sorry. And yeah, I mean the, not really much coming out of that. Um, Ings probably will sign a new contract. Walcott is. You know, all but signed for next season. It's a shame now, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it could go either way, couldn't it? Um, but yeah, nothing really, I think, outstanding. Um, but yeah, Martin Simmons, honest as always. Um, the fixtures, they're sorted to the next end of the season, right? So we've got mm-hmm. four games, uh, Palace and Fulham next week on Tuesday and Saturday at home. Then we've got Leeds Tuesday after. Yep. And that will be the first match with fans back out. Yeah, well. I have been offered the chance to go, but I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to bother with just the one game. So I just figured add it on to my uh, season ticket for next year. So I won't be going. And plus it's a Tuesday night and I work Wednesday mornings, as you know. So that kind of swayed my decision a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough, really, isn't it? I'm going to get the last match of the season against West Ham on Sunday 23rd. Yep, four games left, eh? Mm. So 12 points out of us. Probably about the same as where we are now. <laughs> and yeah, with the Super League, I think Tim might have been onto something because they're obviously they they're in they have too much fear to actually disqualify them from any tournaments. Um, but yeah, as far as I understand, um, that big six is going to be fined quite heavily for trying to break away. Not relegated then. Not relegated, although yeah, I do think that is the. The best option. Um, and just a little bit of news still that Accrington and Stanley are still 1-0 up at Fratton Park. And they're in the 91st minute of four. So oh, just, just wait here and celebrate. Yeah, we really, wish we could do a live watch on thing, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, player in goal of the month, Kevin. Shit. Yes. 
Um, we did a delayed player in goal of the month for this season uh, because of the social media boycott, and uh, both of the polls have just finished, and as Twitter tells me. So good timing, that Kevin. What it was set up to do. So uh, we had four goals. Um, obviously, that penalty that Parity scored against Leicester not included. Um, Armstrong's against Burnley, Ings against Burnley, Redmond against Burnley, and Ings against Spurs. And the winner is uh, Ings' goal against Burnley with 46% of the votes. Easy, that was my vote too. My vote in Redmond against Burnley. I think Alex did as well. He sent me a message and said that Alex is is having that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, clear winner, fair play. Yes, and the player of the month, we had four choices. As per tradition, Danny Ings, Nathan Tuller, Mohamed Salisu and James Ward-Prowse. And these are based on our men of the match um, throughout the month. Um, and James Ward-Prowse absolutely rocked it with 58% of the vote. So, wow. yes, congratulations. That does surprise me. Well done, Jimmy. Yeah, you get it, Jimmy. Oxford have just beaten Burn, uh, Burton 4-0. <laughs> but, you know, they, they need a win. Uh, and they're, uh, they've got one minute and it's still 1-0. <laughs> Another year in, in League One. Uh, yeah, that's one, one of uh, life's brilliant combinations that can never be separated is Pompey and League One. That's push-ups. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right, OK, shall we go into Liverpool? This is Klaus Lundekram and you are listening to In That Number. Okay, then Liverpool from Saturday night. Uh, two changes from the Leicester draw. Uh, Minamino, of course, was ineligible. Forster comes in, uh, despite McCarthy having a man of the match performance, in your opinion, Kev, against Leicester. Um, and Armstrong made his 100th appearance. Nice. Uh, Kev, Minamino, we all knew that he was going to be missing out, sure. But were you surprised by you know his change between the sticks? Uh, no, because... As Ralph had hinted earlier, he's going to switch him in shifts, uh, having you know, two games on, two games off. Portsmouth so, lost. <laughs> it's one for you, mate. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was worth um, it. <laughs> yeah, OK. Um, so, yeah, we can probably expect uh, Forster against Palace and then uh, Macca against Fulham and Leeds and, Christ knows, Angus Gunn against West Ham, maybe. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he's injured. Yeah, I suppose not. Um, well, Ralph had said that, that they both are very similar. Um, they both have great qualities. They both need to be given the chance to play as well. So it's quite clear that he's going to just rotate. Yeah, he doesn't like the idea of um, a number keeper. So we've got two number twos. But yeah, as, as we went into the game, there was lots of early pressure from, from the hosts, as you'd expect. You know, a lot of possession for Liverpool. I thought Forster was great, though, Kev. Early on, I thought he was he was big in that. I thought, you know, he dealt with a point blank save from Salah at one point, and he had a big defense, uh, decisive, you know, hand from a corner. Good. I thought I thought he was I thought he was good. I thought he kept us in it. And you know, it's not as if we didn't have any chances, was it? Because I mean, there was a moment early on when Teller slid the ball through for Adams. You don't carve out many chances against Liverpool at Anfield, but when you get them, you do have to take them. And I think Shea's just lacking that confidence and that killer instinct, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, his performance pretty much sums up the game, but, you know, we're getting into good positions, having wonderful opportunities and just not making the best of those chances. It's a great run from Teller, though, to, to set him up with a perfect square ball to him. Yeah, unfortunate, and, you know, it just takes one Adams fail and us to lose the ball and then Liverpool in the counter-attack. 45 seconds later, as uh, Sky didn't tire of telling us, um, <laughs> Mane gets the, the goal. Yeah, yeah. so he gave him the lead, a header from Salah cross at the back post. Yeah, so yeah, talk, talk us with the goal then, Kev. What, what did you see in that 45 seconds after? Uh, I'm disappointed with Vestergaard. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of the talk was about Carl Walker-Peters being at full front. But I, I think that it's first a guy that he should be doing more. Um, Carl Peters, not the biggest defender. He's out-wrestled at the back post. And when that ball comes in from Salah, it's not the much he could do. He's the wrong side of him, yes. But for both the goals, Vestergaard's pretty much a, a passenger in them. Yeah, that's a shame because I thought Vestergaard was... I thought he was good 
throughout the game with with his blocks and he was getting in the right positions to to make those blocks. But it's just like what the, the mistakes that he did make, we were punished because of it. So the thing is that you you just need you know one big mistake and you've you conceded a goal. I mean that's what we've been doing all season repeatedly. Doesn't matter how good the defensive performance is. Um, yeah, if you if you have those lapses, you're going to concede goals, and if you're not making the most of the opportunities at the other end, you're going to lose. That's what we've been doing all year. Well said. Yeah. Over Femi, Kevin. He came on in the second half. Um, he looked well. He looked quite lively, didn't he? He was clearly wanting to impress. Must have been yeah. like chomping at the bit to get out there after such, you know, a long spell out. Yeah, but it was I great mean, to see a hungry striker, though, wasn't it? Because he, he, he certainly was. Yeah, it was, I mean, he's fucking stacked. I mean, he, yeah, he might he have been like injured. A tank, he? <laughs> he must have been working out three times a day with, uh, the whole time he's been out. Yeah, I'd like to see that heavyweight battle between him and Matreori just in the ring. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> see if we can get it going for charity. We should do that. Get it done. Um, but uh, yeah, I like Ogbeferme. I know that a lot of fans um, think he's shy, but I, I do think he's got potential. I do. I just think it's his attitude, and I, we know his attitude off the field isn't isn't the greatest. And, he, and I do think that Ralph is the best man for, for for that to try and develop him. But I don't know. I, I, next season is going to be massive for him and Teller. It's going to be. It could be the, like the making of their careers. Yeah, crucial. I mean, they're all, they're all young. We've got a lot of young players that are coming through. You know, London to do their um, Yankee pitcher from Rave about um, not really getting more than the odd minute or two uh, here and there. Um, so sometimes uh, through his own doing. But um, yeah, I don't think you can expect any player that's come through the academy or that we've signed at a young age, like like Diallo, like Salisu. Uh, you can't expect that first season to be an absolute banger you know and especially coming from from uh, spain and and france it's it's completely different isn't it big step up yeah i mean you know that you invested oh, sorry when salisu came in he, he looked like he wanted a lot of time on the ball spanish foot was obviously a lot slower than the premier league realized quite early that you can't you can't have that much time on the ball so it's going to take them a long you know yeah maybe a season or two to get used to the uh, the conditions in the premier league but like I said, Kev, we, we had our chances. So many. Yeah, and I believe that Sky, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but Sky Sports gave man of the match to Alisson. Yes, that's very telling, isn't it? I, there, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not often you go to Anfield, lose 2-0 and, and their keeper gets applauded like that. No, 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 not at all. I think it's definitely a compliment for us. I mean, we had uh, 12 shots, six on target and Alisson made six saves. He was good. Um, they had 14 shots, six on target, and Foster made four saves, and the other two went in. So <laughs> that's it, <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's part of the difference, really. Well, it, was, it was a tight game. All right, well, uh, I'm just picking up on what Jamie Redknapp said post-game, and he said Christ. that, yeah, I know. Um, if Danny Ings would have been playing, he would have finished those Shay Ch- Adams chances. Do you agree with that? Um, yeah, I have to agree with him on that one, yeah. Okay, now, I'll take it back then. Um, Yes, yeah, Adams and uh, Teller, you know, slash Redmond or Buffemi later on. Um, yeah, just not making the most of those those chances. I mean, the, the Teller had a good few chances, didn't he? He managed to head it straight at the keeper. Yeah, from Redmond's cross just before half time. Yeah, um, but d- defensively, Kev, I mean, you criticised Vestergaard in this in this well at the start, especially for the first goal. But I think we did get some good blocks in at the back. And as I said before, Vestergaard looked like he was in the right place at the right time quite a lot. Stevens as well had a really good block on Salah. Um, that would have been a goal, surely. Overall, Kev, I thought it was quite a good defensive display, apart from those lapses, as you mentioned. But we didn't disgrace ourselves there. And I was no. honestly, I mean, I, I predicted a 3-0 loss. And I thought we, we'd, we'd concede shit goals and you know, not have a chance to discuss. But in fact, it wasn't that bad, was it? Really, when you look at it, not at all. I mean, we were, you know, only one nil down. It was about half an half an hour in uh, when when Manet scored, and for the next hour, so we managed to hold it off and create some really good chances. And yeah, I predicted a draw, and I thought, you know, most of that time I wasn't looking like a complete idiot for most of it because it was definitely possible that we got the equaliser. But you know, we just couldn't get it over the line. Yeah, 
I know, I know we shouldn't be praising a loss because we lost and it's another loss that we have to discuss. But I don't think a point was that far off because, I mean, when, it, when any game's at 1-0 and we're defending and we're still creating chances like we are, we still have the chance to do it. Uh, Diallo had a crack, didn't he? So it only takes one mistake yeah. from them as well because Alisson had a couple of mistakes. He gave the ball away at one point to Adams, didn't he, for that second? Yes, yeah. Caught him with his pants down there. But Just I takes mean, one of those. It's, it's silly. I mean, I think, you know, when he's got those split second decisions, um, Adams, um, you know, doesn't really have that instinctive bite that Ings has. I mean, Alisson's off his line now. He could chip him. Uh, Overfemi's there to his left on sides. Just, you know, get a ball to him and stick it in the back of the net. Easy enough. Easy well, I'll say that. But, yeah. <laughs> get me on there. Go on. Um, yeah. you know, right up until about nine minutes when Thiago scores. We were in it, and you know, I think just before that, we we started to maybe drop off. I think we we couldn't uh, get a uh, an equaliser, and yeah, Thiago does score. I mean, but um, how could that midget score his first goal for Liverpool from 20 yards out? I mean, it's a good shot. I think was there a deflection on the way in? Because I mean, Forster looked like he could have really got to him. But I mean, nevertheless, first goal against us. It had to be, didn't it? So people always do that. Overall, Kev, it just not. <laughs> If it was wrong sentence, but not such a bad result. Um, no. Just a bit blunt, I guess, when it matters. Could be worse, I suppose. We could be losing to Accrington Stanley in League One right now. <laughs> yeah, we'd be doing that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Kev, a question for you. Um, McCarthy was great against Leicester. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forster was good in parts against Liverpool. Who would you yeah. go with against Palace? I think Forster. I think he's going to go with Forster again. Um yeah, I, I enjoyed Forster's performance. I say you can't really say that the the goal's down to him; it's not an error. But I mean, he almost gets to it, but doesn't quite. Um, but yeah, I'll be going with Forster. But yeah, there's definitely positives that we can take. I mean, the good defensive display for most of the match. Uh, managed to turn around things quickly for counter attacks, and um, yeah, really get in their hair. And yeah, another positive is that Ralph's actually making good tactical substitutions and early, and uh, we've got players on there that, that can make a difference. They didn't this time, but against, you know, a Palace or a Fulham, they easily could. Yeah, and also I want to say that this game could have been a draw. Last game against Leicester with 10 men was a draw. The game before that against Spurs, again, should have been a draw. We just denied by a penalty in the last minute. So the last three games haven't been that bad, and we should have picked up a lot more. You take the game before that, I think it was West Brom, wasn't it? We lost 3-0. Absolutely fucking abysmal. You shouldn't be losing to teams like that. But it, there is, it does seem to be getting better again, even though we're not picking up points. So that does look good for teams again, like Palace and Fulham. No disrespect to them, but we have to be looking at, at three points against them. Especially at home, we've got to, we've got to do it. Yeah, I think anything less than six points is going to be a disappointment. But yeah, we're still there. We're still in the we're still in the league next season. So man of the match, Kevin. It's a difficult one again, isn't it? It's it is. um, nobody had an ideal performance. We don't have a goal to talk about. Um, uh, Taylor Adams, um, Redmond's all right as well. Uh, Redmond had Redmond had... started all right, didn't he? But I just thought he yeah. faded a little bit. Walcott was almost... I forgot he was um, oh, playing, God, to be honest. Enough. And I just don't think he can offer us anything that nobody else... He's not offering us anything different, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not a typical Ralph signing, but he does seem to like him. He likes what he can give, you know, just like uh, Shane The only thing he's given well. is the ball away. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, do, do you think we're underutilising him? No, I don't think so. It's, it's, is the right wing the best place for him, or does it not really matter? Well, where, do, where else would you put him? He can't finish. So you can't stick him in that teller position yesterday. I don't no, really, he's tried that. Yeah, I don't really know what else you can do with him. You um, know he's going to work. You know he's going to run, but he's not the player he used to be when he was at Arsenal. Even then he couldn't finish. Yeah. I don't think he can offer us anything that, that an Armstrong or a Redmond or even a Gineppo can't. I know Minamino's probably not going to be there next season, but... No, I think Minamino's been more of a disappointment than Walcott. Mm, debatable, but yeah. That's a question we can put out there, isn't it? Yeah, who's been, who's been the shittest? <laughs> who's been the biggest flop? Flop of the season. Flop the of shit. the season. Well, that would be out in the, in the shitness, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. 
Um, but anyway, man of the match? Um, I'll, take, I'll take it, it's not Walcott. <laughs> no, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to give it to Forster. Um, I thought I thought he was good. Um, I'd, I, it's between, between him and Armstrong. Armstrong always um, yeah, gives me a bit of a semi, uh, <laughs> normally, but... Uh, no, didn't give uh, Leicester a semi, did he? <laughs> oh, he gave Saints a semi, but just uh, didn't give us a final. Um, that just, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a real strong, strong fist to punch the ball away. It's almost like um, I'd like to see him do a, a volleyball-style goal kick, just, you know, punch it to the halfway line. I'm sure he could. I, I was torn between a, a, a few. Because I say, I think Forster had some vital stops, and I think Vestergaard had some vital blocks. Um but for the errors in, in defence, I can't give it to any of them, I don't think. But yeah. I, I think for the 60 minutes or so, I'm going to give it to Teller. But it just edges it, I think. Because, you know, he's a positive player. He's the most positive player that we have at the moment. Is always looking forward. He just doesn't have that cutting edge at the moment. Final third is a massive problem for us as a, as a team, um, especially without Ings. You know, he, he's getting his chances up top. And, it's, and he's setting them up as well. Yeah, but it's very frustrating also because he goes so hard and fast and then he doesn't leave enough in the tank. But like uh, I said uh, before, I think next season's going to be fucking huge for him. What is he, 21? And that that finishing touch does need to come soon. But it is promising. Yeah, I mean, that, that chance he had, he had a great breakaway um, just at the beginning of the second half. And he's got all the time and space to run. And he just overthinks it and... Um, Williams just ushers him towards the keeper and, and, and that's it, chance over. But hey, if you can get some good instinct, instinctive decision making, maybe, you know, when the nerves have come, come down a little bit, you know, could have a player on that. Hopefully. Dean Hammond here. Thank you for tuning in to In That Number. Okay, now we'd like to welcome Tim. Tim, how are you this week? Hey, Tim. Doing pretty well. I'm uh, I'm back in Chicago now, so it's are good you? to be back. Yeah, I've been I've been here for the last few days now. Oh, I so, didn't know that. Hanging out in my old uh, bedroom, sleeping on a twin mattress. It's always a it's always fun. Oh, nice. Uh, taking, get, a, taking a Blackhawks game or so. Uh no, it's not not quite, but. Uh, I, uh, so shout out to my friends, Mike and, and, uh, Jason, who I got to see last night for the last time in a couple, about two years. So that was cool. If you're actually listening to this, uh, yes, I am on a podcast. Yes, I am not that much of an idiot. And yes, uh, you owe me $5 now. The, cause they didn't believe it. So. Ah. Oh, well, yes. Yes, you are on a podcast. Yes, I am. So. A very successful podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, anyway, Tim, your thoughts on last night's game? Uh, I mean, it was crap. <laughs> yeah, there was crap a, result. Yeah, it was just crap result. Like it, overall, it was dull. Um, we we had a couple good things going forward. Liverpool weren't at their best of what they can be. Um, we just lacked teeth and attacked. We played like the fifteenth best team in the league. So, seeing that, I was Premier League uh, table does not lie, does it? No, it, it, it's <laughs> either way. We're playing like the. We're playing best slightly team, better so. than we should be. <laughs> yes, that's right. okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Then. Yeah, yeah. We're currently sitting 16th right now. Uh, fortune. I mean, we're if Fulham doesn't win against Burnley, we're going to be mathematically safe. Um, we're fortunate that the bottom three teams in the table are absolute crap. So it's nice for us to be able to. Not have to worry about it, but still... We want to put it in our own hands, though. We want to beat Palace and, and Fulham and just say that, you know, we've done this. Put it yeah. in our own hands and beat it, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and on on that, then, we've got two games in the week, Tim. Uh, we'll start with Crystal Palace, Tuesday, the 11th of May, 8.15 kickoff, and that is live on Sky Sports. Tim... Crystal Palace. So Roy Hodgson's side. I'm wondering if he's going to be retiring after the end of this year. He doesn't. His contract isn't going through, so that's going to be interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it's looking like it, and so we'll see what happens. Uh, I predict Eddie Howe will go there. I think that's just what's going to. I've heard that um, Frank Lampard's done the deal, but I don't know. 
I yeah, thought, I've heard that Hasenhurt was interested. <laughs> yeah, you, if you want to talk about not spending money, Crystal Palace is probably even worse than us. <laughs> so I don't think you want to go there. So in the meantime, uh, so we're looking at uh, we're looking at Crystal Palace. They are doing all right. You know, they're doing their traditional four-five-one setup. Currently sitting 13th in the table, 41 points on the board, uh, minus 20 goal differential. So it's exactly the same as us. We put a lot more pass, but they have much more of a slowdown, lethargic style attack where Rahajan just kind of puts everybody together and combines them all and gets them to work at their best for the talent that they have. Obviously, they have a couple big players uh, that were, you know you always want to take a look at for Zaha. And right now, the biggest player that they have on their team is, and who's been playing well is Abriche Eze. It's been, it looks like a great signing from uh, Queen's Park Rangers. Absolutely fantastic gameplay where he had an assist and a goal last week, uh, yesterday against Sheffield United. So, uh, he's doing very well and he looks like the new Zaha to me. I think he's got that flair, he's got that tactics, but, um, he doesn't have nearly as uh, nearly as bad of an attitude, which is only to, only to the detriment of everybody else. Because Zahak is a he's a hothead, so you you want to be able to put one past him if you need to. James Ward Prowse um, always seems to, yeah, do, so. and he does, which is which is crazy to see that uh, Ward Prowse has uh, Zaha in his pocket, which is always a which always is a fun one. I've seen that chant before on the that song on the sidelines, and uh, that was it was fun to see. Uh, they're doing all, see like, Ward Prowse emptying his pocket on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So they've gotten four points of their last fifteen. So just recently, obviously against everyone's just picking apart Sheffield United. Before that, though, they've had three uh, three losses. So nonetheless, they aren't doing too hot. They're kind of stumbling into the end of the season. But not as bad as we are, obviously. Um, so all in all, uh, how are they going to set up? Normally, what they're looking at is they'll they line up in a four-five-one. So sitting at the back, they always have a headman, and but we'll start we'll start at the back right now. Uh, we're looking at Vincent Guiada. He's actually had a very pleasant I season. I think he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, he's been great. Vincente Guiada is looking fantastic for them. Doing a lot of great uh, in in the back in the back there. Uh, not as much as he possibly can though, because you've got a different lineup uh, ranging every time in that four-five-one setup. We're, we're probably expecting to look at uh, Tyreek Mitchell, Gary Cahill. Uh, Kiate and Joel and Ward in the back. Um, I think they're going to start Jeffrey Schlope, um, the Milokovic, damn, a lot of, Milokovic, Milokovic, and Abrice Eze alongside kind of a Zaha and Townsend, kind of like a 4-5-1 where there's going to be some rotation between, uh, and then you'll have Benteke up top, uh, as best as he can possibly be. He scored, didn't he? Yesterday. Yes, he did. It's United, uh, Sheffield United, that is. So, but Eze's our danger man. He is looks really, really, really good. He's he's able to expose us down the wings and able to provide the through balls. Yeah, he's had um, a good season, I think. He's had a fantastic season, and he's been, like you said, he's been a ma- major signing for them. Uh, so we're looking at kind of like a, like I said, a four-five-one with an interchangeable fr- uh, midfield five. Most, but you, Milivojevic will be your CDM kind of sitting back in that sixth position, and you'll have roaming outside wings with Zaha as a Townsend a little bit pushed up there. Um, so expect him to sit back, and that does not play to our favor, unfortunately. Yeah, they will sit back. They will sit back, and they've got some pace to hurt us as well. So this is a difficult side to play against from our point of view, because we're yeah. going to go at them, we're going to create spaces, and then you've got Eze and Zaha that are going to just burst through and... We haven't got yeah. a pullback at the moment, so it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I mean, Vestergaard or in Benera can take care of Benteke pretty easily, but it's those wings that are going to be the problem. So we'll see how they how they match up. Ward Prowse will put Zaha in his pocket, but Eze is, is the danger man to look out for. So nonetheless, it is um, that is our key battle. And how are we setting up? Man, I don't know what's going to happen besides just the traditional four two two two. And we don't uh, even know who's going in goal. Let's face it. <laughs> no, we we know that what they're doing is they're doing two and two. So Foster's Forster's going to be playing uh, again next, and then the last two games are going to be McCarthy. 
is how it's going to set up. So Forster will be there. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking at Kyle Walker Peters. Hopefully he didn't pick up a knock that, um, at the end of that game and at the end of the Liverpool game won't set him back anything. Uh, you'll see Bednarik and Vestergaard and Stevens on the left side, uh, playing left center back. Bertrand's done. He's not playing again, probably for another, for, for Southampton. I don't expect him back. Uh, unless some sort of magical opportunity for him to sign that contract. I think they're, I think he's done. So that's kind of, it's shit, but so is, so is life, I guess. Um, in our sixes, we're looking at Armstrong and Ward Prowse. Uh, Armstrong, you can just put him anywhere in the team. Honestly, anywhere in that midfield, I'm really happy with him. He's sitting back a little bit, but he does, he does, he gets that push forward, which is fantastic. And he's, he's one of the few that can expose them through the middle, uh, and be able to make those deep runs. So hopefully he'll be able to break through that, those five midfielders against Palace and go from there. I expect Minamino and I expect Tella to play. Uh, I think Tella, they want to give as much time as they can to him. You think Wolfgang's going to sit? I think Walcott had a had a terrible game, and yeah, and in order to meet the requirements of the the loan that uh, for Taki, they probably want Liverpool. They want him to be played at least probably have two more starts of the next three of the last three games. So uh, that's my expectation. So then you'll see Adams and Redmond up top, and uh, you know shout out to Obafemi. Uh, he was he was able to get back on the field after a significant injury. And whether or not he played well, he did, he, he made a good, good appearance in his cameo there for the last few, like 10 minutes or so. Um, but I expect him to also then come off the bench, be one of the first people off the bench. I think uh, they if want... we can beat Palace, I think if we're mathematically safe, I think Oberfemi plays out. I think he plays him every game. Yeah. And the, I would call him the human bowling ball because mm. he looks, he's, he's about as square and round as a you know, well, he's not square. He looks like round like a ball. <laughs> what bowling balls are you throwing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's even he's even a thicker Zerdan Shakiri. He just looks so small and square, and yeah, yeah, he could, yeah, he can run right past you, and he looks. Let's like hope he's not bullshit, hey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was awful. So, Sorry. So yeah, I expect a, I, I expect a lineup like that. I have to open the window after that joke for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Right. Okay. Um, predictions. <laughs> predictions for Palace then. Um, I'm going to go first, and then we shall reverse it for Fulham. I'm going to go one-one. Uh, I'm going two-two. Ooh, Desmond. Oh, I'm going to know that. Oh, so we're all going draws. Okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. Perfect. Um, Gemma is going one-one also. So you and Gemma are both saying one-one. Indeed. And... Tim's going for Desmond. Yep, and Marina is going... Saints. Sorry? Saints. All I can hear you saying is Saints. Saints. <laughs> okay, she's going for a Saints win, but who, what's the score? She's going Saints. <laughs> Saints. Two nil Saints. Saints, right. Yes. You kept breaking up whenever you said the score, so all I could hear was... She's going... Uh, Saints. Uh, and Abby, Tim, what's Abby going? One zero win to Southampton. Wow, brave, brave. After the, uh, the the Crystal Palace game, we go and play Fulham at home. Saturday, the fifteenth of May, three p.m. kickoff. That is also on Sky Sports. Tim, we have to have to get three points against Fulham. We 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 cannot lose, or we cannot pick up a point against Palace, and then nothing against. But we we just have to get three points. Please tell me we're going to yes, get three we, points. <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, they're all over the place. They can't put put a qu- quality team together at least consistently. Uh, I think Scott Parker's put down the most formations and changes and different player swaps out of any t- out of any team uh, in the Premier League this year. Um, it sucks to say, but they're going back down, which means that. Uh, one, Lamina's option is not going to go because it was, it would have been required at seven million if he, if they would have stayed up. So that sucks. Nonetheless, uh, we, we need to get three points. Uh, they're going to be at that point in time, they're going to be all but guaranteed relegation. I think they're going to be, I think they'll be relegated by that point in time. Uh, that means that if we, if we win or we draw and Burnley win, um, and they lose this next game, they're out. So. Uh, seeing that, ho- hopefully the non-relegation scrap will be, uh, will be taken care of, and then maybe, like you said, we can play Obafemi or Tella or play some of our youngsters a little bit. We need to get Jankowitz out there. I really want him out there. I want him to get out, 
shake off those cobwebs and get past that red card. Uh, it sucked nonetheless, and I really was really saddened to see what happened after after all of it. But uh, really hope that he can uh, get out there and play. But Fulham is they are 18th right now in the league. What we're looking at for them is 25 goals scored. That's second worst in the Premier League, um, only behind Sheffield United. Let in 45, which is a whole lot better than our 61, um, but still in the same goal differential, but just have looked crap the entire time. They've lost four of their last five with only a draw, uh, only a draw in that uh, five-game period. So uh, continuing on and going through, uh, what we're looking at is their top score is De Cordova-Reed with five goals, uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been an absolute uh, terrible loan signing from them. Uh, he hasn't done practically anything while he's there, which is sorry to see, but that's just a failed. It was just a failed move, nonetheless. Uh, he's had one goal all season, uh, and it was a penalty kick. So, uh, seeing all that, he, he just has played pretty. He's played pretty terribly. Um, they're going to be looking at a lineup of some type, either of a Christmas tree, a four-three-two-one, or a four-two-three-one. Um, Alfonso Ariola, he looks pretty good. Uh, he he's just put in a bad situation though, where he's but he's starting and wants to and is happy to be there nonetheless. But uh, it sucks for him since he's going to get re- he's going to get relegated and he's been knocked out of his position at PSG by Kaylor Navas, who's absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're looking, they're looking like Anthony Robinson, uh, for left back. I said this about two years, three years ago. Uh, maybe I think it was two years ago. I was like, we need to get him from whatever, from Wigan. It was like a two million dollar signing for, uh, two million dollars or two million pounds signing. And we should have got him. He looks fantastic over there. Obviously I'm a little bit biased since he's American, but hopefully that he'll be our, uh, one of our options going forward into the 20, 22 World Cup, which we hope to qualify for. Uh, Tosin Ardor Bayo, uh, has been a pretty good, uh, signing. Once again, another two million pound signing though. He came from Manchester City's academy. Uh, Joachim Anderson has looked decent and then Oli Anna is going to be on the right back. Uh, we're looking at probably, well, Lamina can't play. So since he's in his parent club, but we'll look at, uh, Harrison Reed to go alongside Inguisa and sit in that back. So I'm predicting a 4-2-3-1, uh, alongside Adoma Lookman, uh, De Cordova Reed and Ivan Cal- Calviero, uh, with Josh Maja up top. Uh, Maja looks pretty good too. Uh, we first got him information on him and who he was as a player from the Sunderland Till I Die uh, documentary. Yes. If you haven't seen it, he was great. Uh, the entire the entire documentary is just an absolute train wreck, which makes it fantastic. Yeah. Uh, please go out and watch it if you can. Uh, but beyond that, they're looking at that. For us, this is as you said though. Once we're guaranteed non relegation status, we're going to start rotating our players. So you'll look at and see McCarthy. You'll probably see some, uh, maybe even Salisu come in and play. Uh, Bednarik will play or, uh, and then Stevens and, uh, Walker Peters on the flanks, but that's really all we can do because we don't have anybody who's a backup there. Uh, you'll see Ward Prowse and probably Diallo, uh, and then Ar- maybe either Armstrong in the wing and this might be Minamino's last, um, Last game that he's going to be starting alongside Adams and Redmond up top. So it's not going to be the prettiest game of all, uh, but nonetheless, it'll be cool to see um, what the chances are, and hopefully we can get some of those youth players rotated in for the for the last three games. Yeah, I'd like to see... Houston um, Ferry. Wow, yeah, I mean, I was thinking of Jankovic. I'd like to see him play more once we get safe he's demanded that he wants first team football he, he obviously has the confidence in himself let's see what he's got let's see what he's really got and it will be a perfect platform to play against um uh, fulham leeds west ham Let, let's let's see what we got um predictions then kevin you're up first mate goodness me okay um yeah fulham i mean yeah they're, they're down aren't they um i don't know if 
I wanted to ask before I give my prediction. If they stick with Scott Parker, do you think they go back up? I don't know, though, because you never know with the championship. Yeah. They're, they're, a hard, be, they're a hard-working side. I mean, if you if you put the work in in the championship, you're going to be there or thereabouts. He'll be another playoff side. I think they'll – I mean, I don't. That, I mean, that's a crapshoot then. It's a 25% chance they're going to make it. But I think he'll put them – I think he'll bring them back to the playoffs. Hmm. Oh, that's how they got through last time, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're down and out. I mean, they're not giving in performances. I think everyone, I wasn't really sure why everyone was sort of sucking their cocks at the beginning of the year. Um, I wasn't. Uh, well, I mean, they had a, a decent run, didn't they? They had a couple of wins. Um, the Everton and Liverpool, everyone's like, oh, maybe they, they're not yeah, going to so go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're not beating anyone now, so I don't think they're going to beat us either. Uh, they'll be mathematically relegated by then, so their heads will be yeah just below ground by that point. On the beach. Um, yeah, yeah, they'll be thinking, oh, good, so get redundancy pay now. Lovely. Um, <laughs> so I think we're going to have a barnstorming performance, and we're going to um, absolutely bombard the goal and come away 2-0 victors. <laughs> I, I'm like you, Kev. I think we're going to absolutely bombard them. I think we're going to beat them, and I think we're going to be safe by them. They're not going to be, you know, we're going to go for it, and I think we're going to completely destroy them 1-0. Yes, yeah. Scattergun approach. We have about 60 shots on goal and win 1-0. Yeah, yeah it'll be a penalty. It'll be a penalty or, or a, an own goal from a corner or something, yeah. Perhaps free kick. Yeah, if we get them. Uh, Tim? Well... Let's hope it's more entertaining than the last time that we played against Fulham. Oh, God, uh, I don't know if you guys. Day, wasn't it? it was right. Boxing Day. Yeah, Kev, Kev it was. That game, didn't that's he? the only match I didn't watch. I was, yeah, yeah, it was in Zanzibar, wasn't it? And it was just me and you on that one. Yes, it was. And Ward Prowse had a absolutely fantastic and gorgeous free kick that Ariola saved, and it was in like the absolute top corner, and it was probably. Ward Prowse's best hit I've ever I've seen from him, which is crazy to think about because it was the one that was saved. And if you go, go take a look back at the highlights of that game, uh, that was literally the only entertainment of that game. I don't know if, uh, I, type, was, if I type in Ariola into Google, I'll probably get something else come up. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez, it's going to be zero zero again. It's going to it's going to be a terrible game to watch. I don't think we're going to get anything going forward, and I don't think they'll have anything going forward either. Right, nil nil. Right, okay. Uh, Gemma is actually going for a nil nil as well. Tim. She always does. So. No, she doesn't. She went one one with Fulham. Uh, with Palace, sorry. <coughs> and now she's going nil nil. She thinks it's going to be a snooze fest as well. Uh, and what about Marina? Uh, Marina is uh, confident that we'll absolutely batter them uh, one nil. Uh, and uh, Avi is going. Uh, they're going. She's going two zero. Saints win. She's being very optimistic. Wow, that's what Kev's two doing. Wins in a, two wins in a row. Wow. I hope she's right. I really do. Hi, I'm Matt Letitia, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Okay, extra time then. We'll start as normal with the predictions. Uh, Kev, me and Tim were picking up points on you there. We both went for Liverpool wins, and you went for a nil-nil draw, so that puts me back in the lead on 47. Uh, you're on 45, and Tim is on 33. Anything to say about that, Kev? Nothing I haven't said already. I, I think, you know, my prediction was pretty much on until the 90th minute, wasn't it? What, nil-nil? A draw. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Uh, Wife Wars, we have a new leader. Um, Abby was the only person to pick a Liverpool win, so Abby has taken the lead. Leap? Wow. She's taken the lead. Uh, 32 points. Gemma on 30 and Marina on 25. So it's still all very close. Hell yeah, go Abby Skates. The first time that she's taken the lead as well. And it's a good time to do it. Uh, Super 6, round 54 was won by Colin Carter. Wasn't that a Manic Street Preacher's song? It's Kevin Carter. Uh, Overall, Jason Lewis holds a slender one-point lead over Tom Hennigan on... 430 points. Uh, fantasy football, guys. Kev, how did it go? Um, well, it's very exciting, isn't it? Because uh, Man United have got a triple game week, and that gives them three chances to disappoint everybody, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the harder as well, I'll start with me. I got 50 points. Well done, Kev. Done. Yeah, I didn't have that many United and Liverpool players, so I did manage to field a full team, so that, that wasn't... Oh, no, no, no. Me, on the other hand... <laughs> Uh, no, I had 10 players, and uh, yeah, how did you do? Uh, last week, uh, I don't think I was that bad. I had three 
three United players. Bamford and Dallas on the bench this week, though. No, it's because they, they scored nine points each. Yes, of course, yeah. They scored, uh, combined, they scored more than the rest of your team. Yeah, all right, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but then they'll get that, changed out, won't they? You've got 64. Yeah, so despite um, also having only 10 players, you know, Son captain, back to 24 of those. I'm, I'm, I'm banging on, I'm hanging on to Calvert-Lewin, who's captain me, by the way. So uh, it's double game week, isn't it? So. Yeah, triple percent. Like, uh, I've got an insane number of fixtures uh, this week, but I'm sure all that disappoint me nonetheless. Uh, Ian Acho, I thought, I thought he was going to score a hat-trick against Newcastle. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was um, good. That worked well. And just like Lucy Heiner, whenever I bench Dallas, he always manages to score. Yep. I've done the same. Do you know something else as well? I was looking through our league, and I think I'm the only one in the podcasters' league that hasn't got Iheanacho. Mm, make of that what you will. Well, he, he did score this week, still. Anyway. Um, predictably, Lucy Heiner is still top of the league. She's, she's throwing away with it. Um, and, yeah, Bobby Brown and Dan Buck. I mean, we might as well give it now. Are we, are we, are we bothered about it? I'm just looking forward to next season, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm on the beach already. You know? Yeah, that's it. Me too. Um, Kevin, Russian phrase? Praval. Praval. Yeah, Praval. Praval means fail. Praval. Yeah, there we go. Praval. 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 Excellent. Um, right. Okay, so next week then we have both Palace and Fulham games to chat through. And we will preview the final two games of the season at home to Leeds and then away to West Ham. Um, yes, and that is it. So until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Southampton. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.